Join me, Trevor Sullivan Weinstein and Pedro Hernandez on this journey of Animal Farm Fact or Fiction. Today, we will be talking about how George Orwell's thinking in Animal Farm relates to rape and ethnicity today. Hi there, I'm Trevor. Today, we will be talking about how Animal Farm connects to race and ethnicity in our present time. I will be discussing this topic with some of my partners, who include Pedro and Francesca. I believe that even though most Americans think that all racial inequity ended with the civil rights movement, there are still various segregations and civil rights issues that are plaguing people of color in the United States today. You might ask, how does this relate to Animal Farm? Well, the fact is, is that George Orwell wrote, of course I intended it primarily as a satire on the Russian Revolution, but I mean it to have a wider application and so that I meant that the kind of revolution, violent conspiratorial revolution, led by unconsciously power-hungry people, can only lead to a change of masters. This thinking is relevant today because it points out the fact that we are all striving for anti-racism, but the leaders that we have in power right now are racist and have internal biases that they're not willing to admit. One of these examples is in President Donald Trump, who is xenophobic and racist to people who are not white and cisgender. Also, as priorities change, so does the classification of races. For example, in order to boost census numbers and the overall healthiness of the country or make it appear healthier than it actually was, they kept switching Mexican people to identify as white, but then switched back to being Mexican. All of these pieces of evidence and more are very apparent in our society today, and yet so many people choose to not see them. Why is that? Well, I'll turn it over to my colleague Pedro Hernandez to explain that. I completely understand what you are talking about. I read from the article, Fusion, White People, an explainer, that in the 1700s, lower class black and white people fought against a ruling rebellion, but they lost. The wealthy white people decided that they were too powerful together, so they split them up and created race. This reminds me of the book when the pigs showed their true intentions for the other animals, ruling them. George Orwell intended this to be the turning point in the story, and said so himself. He said, and I quote, the turning point of the story was supposed to be when the pigs kept the milk and apples for themselves. If the other animals had had the sense to put their foot down, it would have been all right. The pigs ended up splitting up the animals and taking their power from them, just like how the wealthy white people did in the 1700s. I just wanted to say how the separation you can see in the book Animal Farm is very similar to current life. For example, the separation could mean privilege. In the book, 
I saw how the pigs had more privilege than the other animals, and therefore they got more food, housing, and just extra of everything. The book quoted exactly. And the news soon leaked that every pig was now receiving a ration of a pint of beer daily, with half a gallon for Napoleon himself, which was always served to him in the Crown Derby soup tureen. Napoleon is a pig. If we turn it over to real life, white people are considered privileged. Even though people may say that racism is over, it definitely is not. Continuing throughout history, black and Hispanic workers have gotten fewer jobs, even though they may have the same education as white people. And when they do get a job, they get paid $10,000 less for those with a bachelor's degree or higher, according to a recent study by Georgetown University Center. If we really want to get into the unfairness of white privilege, you can just look at the headlines of different newspapers. For a white person, it may say, theater student suspect was a brilliant science student. But for a black student, it may say, Michael Brown struggled with an officer before shooting. This white privilege of everyone always forgiving white people for anything they do is just not okay. I've mentioned it before with my family, and I'm mentioning it now. Trevor, would you like to add anything? For once, don't do it. Don't pretend there's not a problem in America. Don't turn your back on racism. Don't accept innocent lives being taken from us. Don't make any more excuses. Don't think this doesn't affect you. Don't sit back and be silent. Don't think you can't be part of the change. Let's all be part of the change. You might be asking, this podcast is named Animal Farm Fact or Fiction. So why haven't we heard any quotes from Animal Farm? Well, here are some that revolve around our current argument. One of them said, No animal shall drink alcohol, but there were two words that they had forgotten. Actually, the commandment read, No animal shall drink alcohol to excess. Chapter 8. Another one is, And the news soon leaked out that every pig was now receiving a ration of a pint of beer daily with half a gallon for Napoleon himself, which was always served to him in the Crown Derby soup tureen. Both of these quotes show the bending of the rules to the pigs. They want to make life better for only their group of people, and everybody else is suffering for it. In my opinion, this is what we have seen over history with white people trying to put themselves in a better position than everybody else and trying to give themselves privilege successfully. And then once that privilege is threatened, they attack and lash out against those who deserve to have that same privilege as well. You might be asking, what can I do to help? Well, in the description of this podcast, we will include some links for you to go to to explore anti-racism and petitions for you to sign of 
people unfairly murdered by white cops or black men and women on death row who are innocent. So now, more than ever, it's important to be an ally and support movements like the Black Lives Matter movement and defunding the police. These movements are very important because they challenge the very racist structure all of these racist and horrible ideas were founded on. These institutions have created the very problem we live with today and have emboldened it and made it more powerful. And it's in the light even more often now with social media. In conclusion, we see an animal farm that Napoleon and the pigs are starting to build the very foundation of white supremacy and white privilege by creating these measures and putting all those who were not the pigs at a disadvantage. We have already seen various connections of this thinking throughout our world today. And right now we are challenging those thoughts and ideas because we have realized that the world that we live in has a base and foundation of racist thoughts and ideas. Thank you to both my colleagues, Francesca Choquette and Pedro Hernandez. That will be all for this episode of Animal Farm, Fact or Fiction. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.